Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The YMCA of Central Ohio presents the What Matters Show with Mindy and Michaela. Real talk about real life and what's important to you and your family. Brought to you by Beecher Crossing Dental. Here's Mindy Trayer and Michaela Hunt with What Matters. We are trying to keep the energy up because Dr. Burtley was just in here and he has so much energy every single month that he comes on. He brings us a box of little donuts. We're on Facebook Live right now on 610 WTVN with an Easter Bunny's face, which just fell off, and these donuts. Uh, Timbits. Well, our next guest says, uh-oh, those are deadly. <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> Dr. Armand Shiesta, Dr. Fit for Life, who has just as much energy, <laughs> is in right. to talk us away from the Timbits. Hi there. Hello. Have a nice, have a nice. Thank you for having me over here. Well, and, and, and we have a great topic to go with this. We're talking food intolerance today with Dr. Shiesta because it's a real thing, Mindy. I did not know that. It is a real thing. And right now on Easter Sunday, you have to very much be tolerant of all the food that you're tempted to eat right now. Absolutely. All the chemicals that we are consuming, all the donuts somebody brought you as a gift. Loaded with a lot of chemicals and preservatives. So you shook your finger, no, no, no. Absolutely, no, box. no. I think next Why? time you wonderful doctor should bring you, a, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables. Probably would be <laughs> Dr. Bertley, if you're listening. Um, when so we talk you don't about think uh, these are chemicals. You don't, you don't think donuts have chemicals in them? Oh, there's a lot of processed saturated fat. All those colors you see, M&Ms, they're all loaded with chemicals. So what is wrong? You know, do we know that we have food intolerances? Uh, there's a difference between food allergies and food intolerance. Food allergy engages the immune system and symptoms are instant. But food intolerance related to body's inability to digest the food. So when you're not digesting food properly, that leads to condition cause inflammation in your body, especially in your gut, cause a leaky gut syndrome. Oh, I've heard about yeah. leaky gut syndrome. What the leaky gut syndrome is, nothing but inflammation within the lining of your intestine. This is interesting. When you have a leaky gut syndrome, that permeability of the cell membrane changes, so all the harmful chemicals, toxins, microorganisms, all these preservatives, additives, gluten, leaks directly to your blood circulation. Michaela, really interesting that 70% of our immune cells are in our guts. Mm. So when you have all these harmful chemicals leak into your blood circulation, cause a severe reaction from your body, a general inflammation. So, Mindy, do you think that you do you think you have any food intolerances? Like your body can't handle? Are there any specific foods that you have trouble eating? I don't think so. Offhand, I don't. But see, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't already eat meat. But well, but it's not the meat. I did mine. It doesn't need to be bad food. I have food intolerance to pineapple, arugula, potato. Doesn't need to be a bad food. Mm -hmm. Food intolerance because of inflammation. Just go ahead. Yeah, how, I just, how do people find out then what they should eat, what they shouldn't eat? Because I'm sure everybody's different. Absolutely, everybody. That's why we have actually offered a food intolerance testing in my office. We use a microarray scanning technology that actually measures your antibody IgG, which is released in response to food intolerance, against the protein of over 200 foods. 
the beauty of this technology is that it doesn't give you a general name, but it gives you a specific name. It will not tell you avoid seafood. It will tell you, for example, avoid cod or salmon. It mm. will not tell you avoid, for example, nuts or seeds. It will tell you maybe it's a peanut. So it very specifically identifies what food intolerance you have as an individual, and we can actually remove and personalize your nutrition based on your test results. If you have a question for Dr. Fit for Life, Dr. Shayasta, we want to make sure that you give us a call to 614-821-WTVN, 614-821-9886. If you think you might have a food intolerance, you, you think maybe there's something like that going on right now. So a good friend of mine has Crohn's. Does food intolerance, does it play a role into the Crohn's disease? Absolutely. Food intolerance, as mentioned, causes inflammation, can lead to irritable bowel syndrome, inflammatory disease such as colitis, Crohn's disease, inflammation, people have sinus issues, people have a problem with depression and anxiety, mm -hmm. chronic fatigue. But what is the connection? This is interesting, Mindy. 90% of serotonin and 50% of dopamine, which is the most important brain neurochemistry that controls your mood, your energy, your happiness, food metabolism, actually made in your guts. So when you have a food intolerance, that leaky gut syndrome, there's a significant drop in production of both of these brain neurochemistry. That's why depression, anxiety, mood swing, chronic fatigue all kicks in. So, so Mindy's friend that has Crohn's, was it a situation where the Crohn's was lying dormant, for lack of a better word, and maybe that friend was having some issues with food that he or she didn't know about? Absolutely. Remember that Crohn's disease, and these are autoimmune disease, inflammatory disease. So anything that aggravates inflammation, causing more inflammation, is going to aggravate the symptom of it. And also the patient with Crohn's disease, there are a lot of diarrhea, loss of nutrients and blood. So there end up a lot of nutritional deficiencies, such protein, iron deficiency, microcytic anemia, folic acid. So that's why the personalized nutrition, even these patients with autoimmune disease, is critical to boost their uh, immune system and to boost uh, their nutritional status. We know that everybody's different. And some foods agree with others and others do not. However, is there a standardized food that is okay with most men and women? That it's okay for that food to be consumed? No, actually, the answer, uh, Mindy, you and me genetically 99.9 the same. The difference between you and me is only 0.1. That has created 7.2 billion faces. So absolute answer is no. That's why we do not do, hmm. nobody is the same. So we always hear apples are great to eat, but that's not always no, true No, absolutely not. Apple might be that's perfect food for me, yeah. but if you have a food intolerance, it's actually toxic or, or poison for you. So Dr. Shiesta, last May I did a diet called the Whole30, and it was eliminating a lot of different food groups and then slowly adding them back in. The day that I added bread back in, I had one piece of a normal size Sara Lee piece of toast that my mother-in-law made me that day. I felt like I was going through menopause in the middle of Macy's later that really? afternoon. Now, I have not kept bread out. Now I'm back to normal. Is that a sign of a food intolerance? Yes. Remember that food intolerance is different from food allergies. The beauty of this test that we do in the office will identify because you're eliminating the food without actually understanding which food is causing your specific problem. That's why doing food intolerance testing, using that antibody IgG, we can identify what specific food is causing problem, eliminate that, take that out. We usually allow about a few months to body to heal and then just bring the inflammation down and then reintroduce back one at a time to see how your body is responding. I'm serious, I was fanning myself during that <laughs> moment. Can you walk us through what happens from beginning to end when they come to your office and get tested for this? The first thing they do is what? 
And the, I, uh, everything I do in my office is uh, personalized. I do not believe one size fits all. So people come in, usually we ask them to send a copy of their blood work to me. They come in, I look at their blood work. I do the body composition analysis. So based on we can identify their metabolism, your hydration, percent body fat. Then any medical condition you have, we connect together. Then we might end up doing also food intolerance testing. I'm also nutrigenesis. I work with DNA-based diet. I might even do the DNA of the person and design their diet based on their unique genetic profile. So we gather all these information and actually design something that fits perfectly for that person. Why we have failed? Because everybody followed 1,200 kilocalorie, then 1,500. Right. Absolutely, that's useless. And by restricting unnecessary calorie, you're causing malnutrition. You're slowing down your metabolism. And I always tell patients, if only one of those died out of 500-something was working, we wouldn't have 136 million in the country struggling with weight. Mindy, aren't you curious? I mean, I'm kind of curious of what I'm intolerant of. I don't know how you can't be. I mean, just listening to him speak, you would have to think there's got to be some certain food out there that we should stay away from individually. And you can really guarantee results because if someone comes into your office, finds out what they can tolerate, what they can't, you are going to notice such an immediate change in your lifestyle. It's incredible. It actually changes their energy level, mm-hmm. their mood, because we boost those uh, serotonin, dopamine level. I always tell people that gut is the gate for your body. All the diseases start from your gut. If anything damages that gut, it's going to affect the entire your health from A to Z. On a therapeutic medicine, we focus on the controlling the symptom of it. I'm a specialist in preventive medicine. My job is to go after the cause of a problem. When there is no cause, there is no symptom. Now, I have to say this, Dr. Shiesta. I, you know, I'm on Instagram. I use it a lot. And I see a lot of mail-in food intolerance testing kits that you can ask for. it. They mail it to you. I don't know what you do if you spit into like a little cup or what. What is the difference between doing one of those mail-ins and working with someone like you? Because first of all, uh, Michaela, food intolerance, we have to do large enough number because some of these food intolerance tests are 50 food or uh, 20 food. Well, an average person consumes multiple varieties of the foods from spices, nuts, and seeds. And so the package we have includes 200 foods, almost cover most people an average person consumes from the different food group. Number two, when the test results comes in, they all send you the test result, but what is what you're going to do with it? We actually sit down, take your test result, and design your personalized nutrition program based on unique genetic profile or based on unique, your food intolerance testing. But That's then the it's up to the individual person to stick with that because now they know what they should be eating. Now they know what they should stay away from, but they have to have the willpower to but, do that but on their own. Mindy, it's not the willpower, but when people are educated, mm-hmm. they actually very easy to change their behavior. If you you feel like we choose better. Exactly. Because when I did my test, I I, I love the pineapple, but I know I'm intolerant, so it's it's easy to put it aside and enjoy another fruit. So when you know who you are, what your specific problem, behavior changes much easier rather than because somebody else said. How many people are out there intolerant to Reese's eggs today? Well, I'm sure a lot of chemicals over there, they might enjoy it for five minutes, but they're going to pay the price for quite a few days. That's true. Do you ever sit down and have any, like, chocolate bunnies or any of those peeps or this no, box I, of donuts that I'm, that no, I'm moving closer to you right now? No, the food that you're giving close to me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to move 
bit yeah. closer to him. I like you guys. My best recommendation, me. I'm going to take this one and dump it. He's going to take the 10 minutes and dump it. So if you would bring us something next month when you come, you're coming in on uh, Mother's Day, what would you bring? I'm going to bring an absolutely beautiful variety of the fruits of packed with <laughs> antioxidants from blueberries, raspberries, all nice good fruit, and you can enjoy it and actually get the benefit of that. But then he's going to test us on all of it, because if he's intolerant to pineapple, pineapple, goodness knows we're probably intolerant to blueberries That's or something right. like that. I know so many people listened to you last time you were on, and they had so many questions of their own. They were like, how do we get a hold of that doctor that you had on, Dr. Fit for Life? Please give everyone your information, because if anyone's listening right now, they my want to My best recommendation is visit my website, drfitforlife.com, and my number is uh, 614-659-7770. But I strongly recommend visit my website, drfitforlife.com, because I have a, t- a lot of TV segments already in that program. I talk about food intolerance and many other medical conditions, nutrition-related. That's the best time to go in and get all this information. And uh, anything that they need, we can handle. TV <laughs> segments, but you know radio's better. You know that, right? Of course, when you talk, just... <laughs> we get to talk longer. Ladies over here is always better than TV. <laughs> <laughs> you get more time on radio, right? Pardon? You get more time on radio. I think so. Yeah, he knows so. Dr. Armand Chayesto, enjoyable as always. Thanks for coming in and educating us and having a good time doing it, Thank you it very too. much. Thank you and for Stay having away me. from that pineapple, sir. Thank you. No, he I, is. <laughs> we need to stay away from the Timbits. Yes, we do. <laughs> so coming up next, I think we're going to talk a little Blue Jackets, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, so there's a really cool article, uh, USA Today, if you guys haven't seen it, on why the Blue Jackets need to be America's hockey team right now. And how everybody listening right now, you have a chance to see them tomorrow, and you don't have to spend a penny. No, that's all coming up next. A little earth, wind, and fire on your Easter Sunday. And speaking of Easter, I was kind of curious because I've always wanted to know why. Why do we have an Easter bunny for Easter? When the holiday is about Jesus. Right. And the whole thing with eggs. Why do we dye eggs? What does this whole thing signify? So I did a little bit of research. Are you ready, Michaela? Ready. Easter eggs are said to represent Jesus' emergence from the tomb and resurrection. Decorating eggs for Easter is a tradition that dates all the way back to at least the 13th century, According to some sources, one explanation for this custom is that eggs were formerly a forbidden food during the Lenten season. So people would paint and decorate them to mark the end of the period of penance and fasting and then eat them on Easter as a celebration. Really? So the egg itself represents birth in some ways, you know. And a new life. And a new life. And then they were, I don't, I was not around at the time when you weren't able to eat eggs during Lent. That's not something I I experienced. I was not around during the 13th century. (laughs) Now you want to know about the bunny? Yeah, I do want to know about the bunny, Okay, the exact origins of this mythical mammal are unclear, but rabbits known to be prolific Procreators are an ancient symbol of fertility and, again, new life. They, According that to some they source, are. Yes, they are. <laughs> Funny little bunnies they are. According to some sources, the Easter bunny first arrived in America in the 1700s with German immigrants who settled in Pennsylvania, then transported their tradition of an egg-laying hare called Osteohase or Osterhaus, and their children made nests in which the creature could lay its colored eggs. Eventually, the custom spread across the U.S., and the fabled rabbit's Easter morning deliveries expanded to include chocolate, 
and other types of Very candy. cool. Did not know any of that. A little history today a on this Easter Sunday. There. So there's a reason for the bunny, and there's a reason why you all are decorating those eggs today. Nice. Well, as we know, the Blue Jackets made history just last week. Such an exciting end to that first round of the series with a four-game sweep. Um, everybody was on pins and needles here in this city. A week ago today, if you remember, Michaela, we had Jody Shelley on the air with us. Yeah kind of previewing the game and what would happen if they did indeed win. And, oh, if you were one of the many who were in Nationwide Arena, consider yourself lucky. You will never, ever forget that game, ever. Ever. Because, as I understand, it exploded with noise. So our former producer, Scott Grady, is on the line with us because he has a podcast devoted to sports, more specifically right now about the Blue Jackets. You're talking a lot about the Blue Jackets, aren't you, Scotty? Yes, we are. And I got to tell you, I am now smarter from listening to what matters because I had no idea that was the story behind the eggs and the rabbit. That's a and huge compliment because you know. Scotty's pretty smart about, Mindy, everything. about everything. So that's a huge compliment <laughs> to you and your research. So oh, I, I think it's great that you went that deep because I had no idea. And actually, I never even questioned it. See, you know, that's what happens in, in America. We just do things. We do it. And don't question it. Sometimes we've got to dig a little deeper. So, Scotty, what are you thinking about this? You know, we're kind of in the wait mode right now. We have this scrimmage tomorrow at 11 down at Nationwide Arena where anyone can go in and see the guys play. What do you think they're doing right now? What do you think they're gearing up for? Well, I think the fact that Boston leads Toronto 3-1 to one right now in that game, that series looks like it's going to go 7, is going to buy the Jackets even more time to kind of heal up a little bit. But the, the atmosphere at Nationwide Arena tomorrow is going to be one of kind of fun because this is John Tortorella working his magic to keep guys engaged and active and kind of keep them from just sitting back and resting too much. It's... uh First of all, opening it, opening it up to the public is a great way to keep the fan interest going because I think not only do you have to worry about the players kind of settling back, you also have to worry about the fans settling it back a little bit because it was such a historic moment. And I was at, I was in the arena Tuesday night for Game 4, and it was unlike anything I've ever seen before. You could not hear the cannon go off after scores. That is no joke. I, people were talking about it didn't believe it, but you could not. You could not hear the cannon in that building Tuesday night. It was pretty surreal. Can they go ahead and win the Stanley Cup? You know what? The way they're playing right now, they have just as great a shot as anybody else because some of the big names are now are now falling off. I mean, Calgary in the West lost. Pittsburgh lost. Um, obviously, Tampa Bay lost. If, you know, it, this, this series between Boston and Toronto is huge because now the Islanders get to await Washington and Look, everything is pointing towards the Jackets making an elongated run. Um, but it's hockey. Anything can happen. It can get crazy, That's as sure we've seen. True. Scotty, um, we have, we're packed with guests the rest of the afternoon. Tell people where they can find your podcast real quick before we let you go. Absolutely. Um, the best way to find it is on Twitter, at Slam Show Podcast. Um, all you got to do is click, find us, click the link. It'll take you right to it. Or on Facebook, it's at Slam Show Podcast. 14. Thank you. So find Scotty. us on Facebook, Sunday Sports Slam. It's easy to find us there. Awesome. Twitter is at Slam Show Podcast. So thanks a lot, guys, for letting me chime in a little. No, thanks. You, we'll be listening know. this week. Yeah, you know you're always welcome here. Thanks, Scotty, and go Jackets.
Yep, go Jackets. Coming up, we're talking about stress in the season that we're in. We also, though, have a really great giveaway. Open Arms Counseling is in, and that is right after news. The YMCA of Central Ohio presents the What Matters Show with Mindy and Michaela. Real talk about real life and what's important to you and your family. Brought to you by Beecher Crossing Dental. Here's Mindy Trayer and Michaela Hunt with What Matters. Who are we kidding if we say if we say in life that we are always happy and that nothing ever goes wrong in our lives? That doesn't happen to anyone at any time ever. We posted a question on our What Matters with Mindy and Michaela Facebook page, and it simply said, what stresses you out more than anything? For me personally, it's worrying about my kids. We are talking right now about stress in your life, everybody. Yeah, so if you want to give a call, we have the experts in with us today, 614-821-WTVN, 614-821-9886. And Mindy, I think the beauty of this is it's a phone call. You don't have to talk about this in front of folks. You can give us a call, and you can learn a lot about what you're going through and how to handle it. Anne Hurst with Open Arms Counseling is in studio right now with us. She is going to be with us every single month from now to the rest of the year. And we're so glad that you are on board for the rest of the year because you know more than anyone what people deal with on a daily basis. Oh, the world is stressful, especially right now. Uh, spring is coming. Families are getting together more often. There's more things to do with your kids. There's finances. The tax season just hit. It feels right now like there's more stress than ever. And I feel like, you know, and today of all days, it's Easter Sunday. We're in here doing the show. This should be a time for folks of renewal, if you really look at Mm -hmm. Easter that way. But do you see people focusing on that glass half full in this part of the spring? Because it sounds like people are feeling the chaos instead from what you just described. Uh, People are feeling the chaos. Keep in mind that I see a, a small percentage of people who actually are feeling the chaos. They come in because they're feeling stressed out. So I can't speak for the world at large because I have a small uh, group of people. But I am seeing a lot of the glass half empty. 614-821-WTVN. 614-821-9886 is the number to call if you have a question for Ann. And if I look at some of those comments that were made on our Facebook page, a lot of people agree worrying about their kids. How do we stop worrying about their kids? Well, right now we're in a a world where... People tend to put their kids first. And one of the best things you can do is put yourself, your relationship, you first. It's much like when you are on an airplane and the oxygen mask comes down. They tell you to put it on yourself before you help your child because you have to be able to breathe before you can help your child breathe. That's so easy to say. It is. But hard to do. It's hard for me to think I'm going to put myself before my kids. Right. And and we are talking to the queen of putting her <laughs> kids first, which is true. You love your kids, Mindy, but do you take care of yourself as much as you should? No, I would say no, because I, I think, and I probably need to hear you say that a little more. It'd be hard to change. The other thing that really has people stressed out, mm-hmm. money. They say as much as we make, we know we're going to spend even more. How do you stop worrying about money? Oh, uh, that's a big one. I did want to jump right back to right you back. and your kids. <laughs> Thank I you, Anne. She was trying to skirt to that. that. No, I, I mean, because there's a lot Take of folks like Mindy. Of there's a lot of folks <laughs> like you, Mindy. Let's be real and honest. Okay, it's true. Listening. Go ahead, Anne. It's a real quick jump, but I want to say <laughs> your children are looking to you on how to live their own lives. So if you keep putting them first and doing everything from them, when they become an adult, they're not going to put themselves first either. That's a good point. So how does Mindy, I will ask this question for her. How does Mindy start 
Yeah, they're 16 and 17. put herself first. Like, what is a small step she can take? Because I don't think it's going to happen super quickly because she has a pattern. She's, she's had a pattern that she's been in. So what's a small thing she can do? Small thing you can do is figure out something special for you to do on a weekly basis. Well, that's pretty easy. Go to their games. Mindy. <laughs> what do what are some of the is, is it like going for is it going for a walk? I mean Mindy does yeah. go to work out. I know you're really good I about work that. Out and my husband and I do take the dogs walking almost every night. That's so good. does that count? So that's that putting count. myself. That, right? that is self-care. Yes. See? I'm doing it, Michaela. You that are self-care. Okay, can we go on to the finances now? Man, we I can. feel like I've been, you know, <laughs> chastised. No, and you shouldn't feel that way, truly, because I think there's a lot of parents that are mm-hmm. in that boat. And now Very that much. you take a, when you take a small step, let me ask this before we go to finances. How do you go, take the next step? Because she is going to have this moment where the kids are going to graduate coming up in the next few years. Oh, boy. So how does she take the next step past walking the dogs with Randy and going to the gym? What else does she need to be doing for herself? Taking a look at what you used to enjoy before you had the kids. I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Mindy, you are such a fun person. You had to do so many great things. Mm -hmm. And not that you're not right now, but you had to have a lot of fun before the kids. I think about it. So somebody's going to be going through the old albums later on tonight to see see what they did. Hey, Mm -hmm. we have a caller on the line for you. June has a question for you, Anne. June? Hi there, Anne. Yes, I feel the same way Mindy does about empty nesters Yay! our kids going to college and and planning for all that it's just really super overwhelming and i have twins oh and they're my only two and they're going to graduate next year 2020 and you're going to so go from fun. full house to very quiet house really quickly get a lot of dogs june <laughs> well our dog is 11 our dog we got when oh. our kids were in first grade Oh, so the timing of that. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. June, great question. Okay, keep tuning in. Let's let's have Ann take a crack at that. Thank you, June. That's a great question. Okay. June, I really do Happy appreciate Easter. that. Happy, Happy Easter. Easter. Oh, emptiness is a big thing. Uh, when you get to that, you've had so much hustle and bustle, especially in high school. You're taking the kids to their sporting events, music events, any events. And then suddenly there's an empty house and what do you do with that part of it is reconnecting with what you used to do before you had the kids part of it is possibly getting a pet a new pet something that's going to take that attention you're going to need to train it teach it to do new things Um, i know a friend of mine their daughter went to college they got a new dog and they actually were thinking about naming the dog montana because their daughter oh. went to college in Montana. Oh, I like that idea. Me too. So it's about putting yourself out there, remembering mm-hmm. what you used to enjoy doing. Yes. And looking at the album is not a bad idea. That's a great way to go yeah. about it. And Let's keeping back, busy. Back, back to finances. Yes. I know people really do worry about money. and <laughs> They do. So how do, how do you deal with that? In money, being more realistic with what you're doing, take a good look at your budget. Go to somebody who can help you with your budget. And say no to certain things that you want but you don't really need it's a uh, making a list of wants and needs and being really realistic about what is a want and what is a need 
living within your means and yes. not over your means. Yes. I think that's huge. They totally are not a sponsor of our show, but have you heard about Heads Up from Huntington, what they've just rolled out recently? Uh-uh. It gives you a heads up when you've overspent in a category of spending. So I feel like, and to your point, you know, sometimes you find it hard to do a spreadsheet. I'm like the worst at spreadsheets. But if I have something that's telling me an app mm-hmm. that I'm overspending or something like that, I feel like I might be more prone to pay attention. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea because a lot of t- us, times we don't realize we've overspent until we've way overspent. So something that'll just send us a little nudge saying, hey, did you know that you're right there kind of close to that budget? Would be huh. a great idea. My brother-in-law, Rick Cortacrax, works for Huntington. I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> right? Would, we bank with them. Yeah. all of us mm-hmm. really to know. So talk about what you brought in because you are a big believer, in of self-care. I am. In fact, everybody who works for me always jokes about I am the self-care queen because I always remind everybody else self-care is so important. Uh, so I have brought in some tickets for the Clippers this Friday. I think... It's important to get out, go do stuff. It's two tickets. It's in a Loge B first uh, row. Nice. And it's also got a parking pass to the lot right beside um, Home Plate. And these are tickets right behind Home Plate as well. Oh, my gosh. Can Michaela and I win them? No. (laughs) (laughs) We're not allowed. I just looked up the forecast right now for Friday because these are for Friday, right? Mm -hmm. They are for Friday. Friday, sunny. 68 degrees. Oh, Who beautiful. does not want to go to a Columbus Clippers baseball game? So you get to pick the caller. What caller do you want? Um, I think caller number six would be a great one. Okay. Caller number six, you get these tickets to the Columbus Clippers game this Friday night. What we'll do is our producer had to step out. And he will, we'll just pick the winner during break. Is that Absolutely. okay? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So 614-821-WTVN, 614-821-9886 to take care of yourself a little bit. Absolutely. That is the most important thing because you're your own best friend. So many people listen to you. They love your voice. They love your advice. But they can come and see you individually and really get the help they need. What's the best way for them to reach you? Give us a call at... 614-625-7148. Uh, it, just ask for Portia. And give that number, yeah, yeah, give that number one more time. 614-625-7148. And you can look up Open Arms on Facebook and your website. Open Arms, is it Family Facebook. Counseling or Open Arms Counseling? That's open Arms way. Counseling. Okay. Fantastic. So lines. I want you to see the lines. Six caller, <laughs> Joe. That's what we're looking for. Well, and thank you so much for coming in. And again, we're so excited to have you part of What Matters. Because one of these, I think, was a question as well for you. So we'll ask that caller to kind of hang yes, around. Um, because I know you're going to get calls when she comes in each month. Well, you're going to come in, I think, Mother's Day next time. Yes. And I know someone specific wanted us to talk about teenage bullying and the stress that they feel. So maybe, you know, mothers feel their pain so much. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we can talk about teenage bullying. During I think mothers. that's a great idea. Okay. Okay, great. And when we come back, we are actually talking about strengthening families through foster care. That's yeah. next on What Matters. If you have ever considered being a foster parent, make serious time in your life to try to do it because it is one of the most rewarding things you can do. Veronica Ferris, SAFI's Chief Development and Marketing Officer is here. What is SAFI, you may say? It's the Columbus-based specialized alternatives for families and youth program. Veronica, thanks for joining us on What Matters because this does matter. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So you guys are kind of in the middle, if I'm not mistaken. This coming month, May, is National Foster Care Month. So it's the perfect time really to be talking about foster kids and the need for foster families out there. And we thought Easter was a good moment to kind of jump off with that conversation. Great. 
Yes, it is. And so tell me a little bit about why, what we see in terms of Franklin County or throughout Ohio when it comes to the kids that need to find a family but haven't had the opportunity to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the, the statistics and the data is definitely very alarming. Um, across Ohio, there's over 16,000 youth that are in the foster care system. Now, when you say youth, you're talking about ages from what age to what age? From infant until they age out, until 18 to 21. That's so many. So 16,000, did you say, just across Ohio? Across Ohio. And, and what is it? I mean, you think about families who are looking to have a child, maybe unable to have a child or want to welcome more into their home. Is it easy to go through this process? Because from stories that I've done, and I'm sure you too, Mindy, it doesn't seem like it's an easy process. It's not. It's long. It's very invasive. Um, but that is so ultimately we can provide the best quality families to match children with those families. Um, ultimately, think about if you have your own children, God forbid something happened and that child had to go into foster care, you'd want them to be placed with a loving family. You wouldn't want them to have to go through um, more trauma. And so ultimately, it's an invasive process because it needs to be for the safety of the children. So there's trainings. We're a therapeutic foster care agency. And so the difference there is that we provide additional support to our foster parents. They go through a little more intense training in terms of understanding trauma that the children have gone through. Um, We take on children that have been abused and neglected. So ultimately, um, they've had really severe things that have happened to them, things that children should not have seen or been exposed to. Um, and so we equip those parents to be able to care for those needs of, that, of, that, of those types of children. Talk about the training that they do have to go through because it's not an easy thing when you take on a child, let alone an at-risk child, things that these kids have seen and gone through and done. And you're asking someone to be their foster parent. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a tough pill to swallow for some people. First of all, why should they do it and what is the training involved? So they should do it because there's just so many children right here um, in Central Ohio. There's over 2,300 youth in Central Ohio um, in need of a caring family. But if you have a heart for children, if you have passion for kids, um, if you are are just really in love and want to see children um, thrive, because ultimately they are our future, right? Um, then, then those are great reasons to want to foster. Uh, the process in which families go through to become foster parents, they go through kind of a four-step process. First, it's an application process. So we want to get their information, so basic application of all that good stuff around that that individual or those parents. Um, in addition to that, we they have to go through training, and that training is pretty intense in that we're talking to them about the, uh, the impact um, of the children. We're talking to them about dif- different techniques in terms of how to care for those children. They have to go through CPR training. Um, you know, God forbid, you know, a child chokes or something like that. You got to know how to do those kind of things. Um, they go through de-escalation training. So a variety of different training courses that we, we take our parents through. Um, in Ohio, it's about 36 hours. Um, it's not all done in one day. It's done over a course of so a couple So you weeks. make it accessible yes. to families. Absolutely. Good. Yeah, because schedules, um, right. Because we have a lot of fair parents that are working parents that, you know, have day jobs or even have, you know, third shift jobs. So we're very flexible in our training. Um, go ahead. The, I, I want you to hit on this, and I think this would hit on the heart of so many people, especially being Easter Sunday. How rewarding is it to become a foster parent? 
Oh, it's so rewarding. We actually, um, Safi just celebrated 35 years uh, of being uh, a therapeutic foster care agency, and we had um, a celebration this past Thursday, a luncheon, where we celebrated some of our foster parents. We actually celebrated um, a community partner in the Dave Thomas Foundation. That's actually right here in Central Ohio. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so we recognize Rita Sorenin and the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. Um, and these families are tremendous. Uh, the, the three families that we did honor, they had over 10 years of, of fostering. One of our foster parents had fostered for over 40, 44 children, um, which is amazing. But, but what she talks about is just the joy that she gets to see to be able to take a child, sometimes that's nonverbal or a child that um, really has struggled with. They, they have social issues where they're not able to really connect with friends at school, but really help bring out the joy, the love in their hearts and help those children really thrive and succeed. You know, as we were prepping for the interview, I was looking over some of our notes and and it had talked about Safi really flying under the radar. Why, Mm -hmm. Why has that been the case? Um, partly because Safi, we're, Ohio's the largest state that we serve. Um, we're in 55 of the 88 counties across, um, Ohio, but we're in seven states. And by and large, Safi has just been about you know, let's, we work a lot with the county. So each county in, in Ohio that we are serving, we work with those individual counties like Franklin County Children's Services. Um, and for the most part, there has not really been a need to try and go out and, and create those types of relationships in the community because we've just had the support from the county. We've had support from our foster parents. And so we spread the word that way. But really right now, because there's such a high demand um, for the need for quality families, in addition to that, um, the funding continues to get cut. So, you know, it's very hard to rely on government funding um, because government funding, it, it ebbs and flows, right? It, it really is a volatile thing. So we really need additional dollars and support to be able to, to better support the children that are in care. Um, we, our foster parents do get reimbursed. So they get a reimbursement, but in many cases, the reimbursement, you know, covers a lot of those basic needs. If you think about some of our families, the hardest children to place in homes are sibling groups. So if you get a sibling group of three or a sibling group of five, you know, you went from maybe just yourself and your spouse or yourself and maybe one or two children, and then you have five children in your home, your food bill goes up, your light bill oh, goes yeah. up. Oh, yeah. You know, L- lots of milk. Things, your right? stress <laughs> level goes up. We were yes. just talking about stress. Absolutely. Um, you know what, though, so many times, and we were talking about the kids that you service a lot of them are they at risk they need a little special attention Mm -hmm. but maybe that's the one thing that they haven't had in their life they just need someone to show them i care i care about you and that can make all the difference in the world it just has to Mm -hmm. it does um the speaker that we had this past week at our luncheon um josh ship phenomenal he's a he's a former foster youth himself but his mantra is one caring adult that every child just needs one caring adult because in many cases You know, children that have been in the foster care system, sometimes they've lost their trust in adults um, because the people that are supposed to love and care Uh for them um, have have really failed them Uh in a sense. And so if they've lost that trust, a lot of times it's going to come out in their behaviors. It's going to come out in a lot of different ways because they're not using their words. So how can people reach out and get a hold of you if they want to become a foster parent? Or or maybe they're nervous too, right, Mandy? I mean, it's hard to take that first step to learn more. Absolutely. It's a life-changing decision, and so we definitely don't want people to take that lightly. Um, So we'd like to to take people through an informational session and kind of walk them through the process. 
and really just allow them to, to ease their way into it. Um, but the way to contact us is through our website, www.safi.org, and that's S-A-F-Y dot O-R-G. So to reach us that way, um, we have a special intake department that, you know, here locally they can reach us, or if someone is traveling and maybe they're in mm -hmm. another part of Ohio, um, there are other areas we can connect them with. Well, thank you for your time today. Ann Hurst is sitting over there, and she was a foster parent, right? Yes. And so she believes in the system, too. We're about out of time. I want to remind everybody, you know, I do the show Conversations on Spectrum. Uh, if you have a Spectrum cable, if you're a cable customer, watch tonight at 9. My interview with Cheryl Kruger is on. You've never seen Cheryl like this. She is so wonderful to talk to, Michaela. Awesome. I will look for that. Spectrum. Spectrum. News Spectrum. Channel 1. And thank you so much for being in, Veronica. And Anne, thank you. And thank you for all you did as a foster parent as well. Um, sounds like it's a really special opportunity for folks. Absolutely. Okay. Can you do it again? I would. I absolutely would. In a heartbeat. When you do something like that, it's rewarding and you're hook, line, and sinker. Yep. And those are the things that honor, right? It absolutely is. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening today like you do every Sunday. And spend some time doing what, what matters. matters. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.